and we are live. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> so, we are, this is really weird, we are recording. Very odd experience. Yeah, we are recording from two different ends of the country. Well, the middle of the country. and. I think, I think that's side. a slight over That is an exaggeration. That is a massive exaggeration. Um, but this is weird. Anyway. Welcome to Are You Two In Love with Evil Burn and Lucy Holmes. Um, we are currently broadcasting from two different rooms. It's so strange to be broadcasting. We can't even, like, we can't see each other right no. now. So it's really it's strange. <laughs> it's like being, it's like someone's actually recording one of our phone calls. Like, yeah. oh lord, it actually feels like such a weird, like, strangely more intimate experience. Because I know there's you and me, but then I know that there's going to be people listening live, and then there's going to be people who listen to this afterwards as well. Yeah, and, and we're like, oh. I think technically we're the first official broadcast bar Philly's test. So yeah. that's quite yeah. exciting. We're the, we're the flagship of this uh, version of the Trinity FM. We're the yeah. flagship. Oh, shit. Trinity FM from afar. So yeah, if you haven't already guessed, we are obviously um, not together. We are in our bedrooms. We are self-quarantining. Um, and it's strange. But anyway, anyway, getting over the weirdness of all anyway, of this. Because we, we already had a podcast on how strange yeah. it all is. So anyway. we won't have like, more on that. Because I'm sure people are just, they want a break. That was, that was all people said on Instagram. I was like, Give us some stuff to talk about there. Like, just don't talk about what's going on. Yeah. I can see why. I mean, it's all, like, my timeline and everything, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or, like, even Facebook. Like, that's how bored I've gotten. I've started checking Facebook. Um, (laughs) It's just the coronavirus, the coronavirus. It's like my cousin's uncle's dad's mother is in the army and they know that we're all going to die. And you're like, great. Great. I love WhatsApp messages. brother's dog's sister is the head of security for something and you're like stop okay we're not talking about that today instead we today we're just having like i want to call this like a picnic show i think yeah it's just like, gonna be random yeah. things because i think i think it's we, we're at a point now we've been in quarantine for a long time everyone just kind of needs a distraction you know exactly exactly so as per, I put out the call, and the call was just, you know, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different subjects today, like astrology, what it's like to like be texting people in the times of like Corona, um, like because that there's is a tweeting, talk about yeah. this tweeting, this tweeting of course so much. This this is a I think this is Lucy's intervention for my online behavior. <laughs> oh God, but um yeah so astrology love in the time of Corona relationships a little bit on the environment it's a pick and mix show so will I get into the correspondence Lucy? Yeah, let's go for it. So the first thing that was brought up. What, it actually is a really cute question about relationships, but what's a good birthday present for your lover slash friend's isolated birthday? And like, that's such a sweet, like, because you forget that people are going to be celebrating their birthdays. Yeah, kind of the yes. 
This is a tough one though. Like Philly is currently listening, and it was his uh -huh. birthday on Paddy's Day, his twenty first. Love that for you. Happy birthday. Um, but like finding presents when you're in quarantine is nearly impossible. So yeah. I feel like the best answer is like to make something. To like yeah. Know, whatever you like to do, whether it's bake something, whether it's paint something, whether yeah. it's to draw or write, just like something personal. Because yeah, because like, like, like Mother's Day and all yeah. yesterday. So a lot of people couldn't actually get out to go buy presents. And like even going to buy presents is kind of a risk. Like, yeah, you can order stuff online and everything like that. But that like, of course, like keeping in mind of sustainability and also like some things just aren't available there. I, in my opinion, there's nothing nicer than someone making dinner for you. I think that's the cutest like little thing you could do for something for someone, especially your mom. But when you're self-isolated, I think something as simple as a playlist or like a, like lists of movies and stuff like that or just like little things or yeah. just like, yeah. I just think you have to be a little bit more thoughtful than you usually are. You can't just exactly. go, oh, I'll just go to like, I don't know, pennies and buy them a pair of socks. Yeah. You don't really have that option. So yeah. Like, you gotta get I think, you got to get a bit yeah. funky. Or just like ordering something to be sent to their house or something like that. Because like um, one of my um, aunts did that for my nanny. She sent flowers via Super Value. That's so cute. I know. I was like, that's actually so sweet. Because like it's, it's part of grocery shopping. So it just like sent in a cake as well. And I was like, that's actually such a cute idea for people who are self-isolating. But like I thought that was such a considerate question. Because like a lot of people are very uh like self-isolated hence self-focused but it's so nice to hear people being like oh thinking of others things yeah. like that the wholesome stuff wholesome wholesome i can't even speak wholesome. that's the wholesome stuff we need right now um, very very wholesome start to the episode i feel yeah. very, very like oh cute um and then it went on to could you explain the importance of social distancing in a relationship for example one is in quarantine and one is going out and I feel like that could be a friction at the moment in a lot of relationships because, like, if you see the person that you're dating just randomly going out for no reason when we're all meant to be in quarantine, like, I think that could be a deal breaker for me. Yeah, that's a, like, that's a big no to me. It's like, there's this tweet that's been trending on Twitter and it's like, oh, you're all salty that your mothers won't let you go out. Stop getting mad at me or something along those lines. And the amount of backlash has been getting. And dead right. Dead right. Like, it's not nothing to do with, like, oh, like, oh, you're just not allowed to go out and have fun. Like, I shouldn't take this seriously. Like, it's something that you have to take seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, like, that's the thing. And people are like, oh, well, I'm young. It's not going to affect me. One, that's not true. There's just been a confirmed death of an 18-year-old in the UK. Sorry, very sad, a bit morbid, but facts are facts. And also, sorry, if you feel like you're fit and healthy and good to go, grand, great for you, but remember that you will pass that on to easily hundreds of people. Because you exactly. being next to, like, in a club or, like, in a bar, and, like, it's just, you know, you're in close contact. It's really, really infectious. It's not about, like... It's not really about you personally, but it's preventing people who are really vulnerable from getting it. Because if you don't care, okay, fair enough, you don't care. That's cool. But think about other people. Just for once in your life, think about other people. It's like, I think in Wicklow, 
there was loads of bars still opening yeah well. no, but it was just because not. most people were going to like Glenda Lock and stuff like that and admittedly like my family went out on a hill walk but we actually went to a really obscure one um on purpose so we wouldn't be in, and like this was before kind of like the extra measures came in but since then we haven't really done anything um outside we've gone to like local walks and stuff like that but even then like still like people who don't practice a proper social distancing make me very worried like the queues in Hoth yesterday were ridiculous like the ones that you could see on social media like there was a back-to-back line down a whole road for a chipper I was like, what I was like how could you how could you feel comfortable standing in a line like that like Oh my god, it's so frustrating. It's people being inconsiderate. It's people having no... I I actually think it comes down to people having no empathy because they don't think of anyone else. They don't think about how it affects other people. They're like, oh, well, I'll be grand, so who cares about anyone else? Like, that is not... That is not the attitude you could take. And if someone I was in a relationship with was like, yeah, okay, I'm just cool with going out and doing bits, I... Don't know if it would be a deal breaker, but I definitely have to have a serious talk with them. Like, yeah, no, their their words would be had. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've gone, like, I've left my house. I've gone on walks, but the thing is, is that I'm not in contact with other people. Like, I'm walking along a canal line. There's room to have that one point five meter distance. You know, yeah, it's good. I don't live well. Like, I live in a semi densely populated area. It's not mm-hmm. Dublin. It's not where it's like crazy packed. Um. So I can get a well, not that I can get away with these it's, kind of things. It's not getting away; it's just being yeah. safe. But it's yeah. safe. Whereas, like, I'm not gonna go to the like the park where there's gonna be throngs of people, or to the like lake. The other day, there was loads of people at the lake. It was really. Yeah. I, I like. I just. I just like. Okay, fair enough. Get out. Get your fresh air. But just keep your distance. Mhm. Mhm. Like, I. It's just. I just. I can't fathom why people don't get the importance of social distancing like there's some people who go out and still try to do normal things I'm like you cannot because it is it is down to human kindness and just respect for other humans but like here's a question for you would you rather be in self-isolation with your family or self-isolation with someone you're in a relationship with oh my family easy 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 like I wasn't quite sure, and then I realized, like, being in self-isolation, you are just a completely different person, <laughs> like, no, I just... life is just, like, I am chaos embodied right now, like, I'm unless, just... No, unless I was with someone, it was, it's been a few years, we know each other, fine, fair enough, but, like, yeah. I hear so many people being like, oh, like, I have this fling with a guy, I think I'm gonna self-isolate with them, and I'm like, no... No, sweetie, no, that's so dangerous. Um, like, and I don't mean like that's dangerous at so many levels. Um, I think self isolate with your family because you yeah. know your family, you're used to your family, you spent Christmas with your family. Exactly. Let's if be you honest. Can get through, like, and like you, you can get through like so much with your family simply because of like like family days out, family trips, stuff like that. Yeah. Like you're having each other around, but if I had like. Oh my god, like, see the thing is, it'd be different if you compare it with, like, if I was with a guy or a girl. 
because for self-isolating with a woman i feel like i'd be fine a man yeah. I, I would like probably a... <laughs> <laughs> i'm not the biggest fan of men right now to say the least so you know oh no oh not no all not all men no i'm joking not all men um, but like it'd be a fun experiment to see how long I would last in self isolation with a man. Like, I don't think I could manage. I think I'd have to make a Berlin wall in the see, house and be like, "This right, is nice." Thing, yeah, the thing about family is that sometimes you really want to kill them. Fair enough, but mm-hmm. you always get over it and get along, and it's grand after. Whereas, like, if you're with uh, I don't want to say stranger, but like if you're with someone you don't know that well and you get into a scrap, it's not as easy to just be like, oh hey, we're family, we can work this out, we can work this through. It's just going to be incredibly awkward. Um, yeah. So please, unless you are in like a long-term relationship with this person, do not self-isolate with them if you can. Um, I know it's not viable for everyone to go back to, to families. Some people don't have families to go back to. Some people don't have a safe space within their family and that is okay i'm not yeah it's a shame but if you have the option and you feel safe being around your family yes you may have to kill them sometimes but at least at least you know what they're like and you can avoid them Mm -hmm. you can tiptoe around certain things if you've like i know that sounds really bad but like if something like if you're with someone and you find out something really annoys them you I don't know, like, it's, you're in self-isolation. If it's something you always do, like, I want to just, like, throw around an example. Like, if you leave the window open all the time, mm-hmm. you find out, oh, actually, this really annoys the person I'm with. Um, it's going to be, like, like the person is not going to come out and say it. It's just going to be really awkward and uncomfortable. Whereas, like, I feel like family would just be like, hey, can you not do that? Or at least a family you already know that, so you don't do it. I don't yeah. know. I feel like I'm just rambling right now, but like. Oh, no, like I get it. I fully. Me and Lucy just have a, a mental connection. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? <laughs> I feel like what I'm trying to say is quarantine is not the time to get to know people. No, think... quarantine and chill is not a date, is no, what I'm saying. Like, it's not... do not self isolate. Like, I'm hearing like stories of people being like, gotta self isolate with this one night stand. I'm like, this is not, it's not the time no. for it. That's it's really just... not the time for it. Like, I've seen, okay, so, like, moving on from, like, the relationship make or break with all of this, do you think that there's going to be relationships as a result of everyone being in quarantine and having no other choice but to start talking to people? I mean, okay, so I have a few thoughts on this. Um, yeah. I feel like because people have a lot of time in their hands, the answer is ultimately going to be yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing, like, a lot of people... Seeing a lot of thirst tweeting, like a lot of thirst tweeting. I'm seeing a lot of people like going at it on Tinder. And you know what? More power to you. Um, I know myself. I will not find any relationships out of this. Apart from me. Apart from Eva, but we're already <laughs> in a relationship. So it's fine. It's fine. Um, but ugh, I don't know. Will these relationships be good? Who knows? Yeah, um, that's my kind of like my my Carrie Bradshaw esque question you can't help but wonder will these relationships be better or worse than those that develop in real life because you can kid yourself 
I think, with this idealist kind of vision of a person. And it's happened before from my relationships that have stemmed from social media, that they're not great in person. They're fabulous online, but then you eventually do meet up and it's like, oh my God, what have I done? Like, See, I feel like there's there's two sides to that. Is that like, it depending on who you are, the relationship could thrive more because you met over social media and you have to get to know each other's personalities before you can be superficial about it. Whereas yeah. there's a total flip side where it's totally 100% superficial and you're DMing yeah. them through something like Instagram and you're just looking mm-hmm. at their Instagram and like that is not good. And like this is a thing that's happened to me as well where people just project an idea of what you are onto you. Like you like the idea of me but you don't like me and I always think that's such like a dangerous like kind yeah. of hole to fall down into because I've known so many people who like like I've been talking to them for a couple of days and they've been like oh my god like you're just like everything I've ever wished for and then like a week later they've ghosted me because they realize I'm not and like okay yeah. that's fine I'm not everyone's type I'm fine with that but at the same time I think it's dangerous to be like projecting onto someone else exactly you know and I understand that we are in quarantine right now and a lot of people are saying this is a time of great desperation I don't yes think, I think it's a time to learn self-control maybe <laughs> maybe just meditate a bit or something but a time to learn self-control yeah I think I mean it's like, like yeah. I, I feel like that's just a direct kind of call it to me <laughs> yeah, this, this entire show is just me calling out Eva for it's everything the big... she does ever <laughs> this, Lucy tweet that tweeted out an Eva burn call out tweet today because okay. why not I'm calling her out like I directly called her out I tagged her everything I, I, like, this is an evil burn call out tweet um, <laughs> what am I calling her out for you will never know does Eva I mean probably not I mean like I, I, can get, I, can, I can take a fair guess I can take a fair guess and say it was when I tweeted you can either pin me down or put me down and I think that's everyone's kind of mood right now we're all very frustrated in many ways. Okay, and on that wonderful note, I think <laughs> it's the perfect time for a song right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think the go-to song is Boys by Charlie XCX. I think this is very appropriate. Um, this is what the Twitter <laughs> timeline needs. Uh, <laughs> so, without further ado, Boys by Charlie. I was bit- that was Boys by Charlie XCX, but I feel like anyone who is listening is very much aware of that um, <laughs> anyway we are back with are you two in love with eva o'burn and lucy holmes um hello as you can hear eva's calling in from the car so yeah interesting anyway it's, a, um, it's gonna be an interesting <laughs> podcast to say the least yeah so we have some more correspondence if i'm not mistaken yes we do we do we do we do we do so this is moving on to the more miscellaneous topics that we have today. Um, very, uh, I mean, when I say this thing, I mean, I don't know how you're going to um, react to this question, Lucy. Okay, but um, I'm scared. Coming from my lovely friend, Andy Tran, simply, shave or wax? Depends <laughs> um, on the event. <laughs> personally um shaving is just not good for your skin um and it's not good for 
um, just your pores in general because it can encourage ingrown hairs more often. I'm just talking about this in general. So waxing is like, and like I think waxing is technically more hygienic as well if you're removing the full hair and stuff like that. Um, I love how laser hair removal just isn't an option in this question. You're not but, allowed. You know, not allowed. There's not allowed. Options. Um, Andy, so, you're asking the important questions. The yes. questions that matter. For, forget, like, the environment. Do you shave or wax? <laughs> Wait, me? <laughs> That's what I said. Depends on the occasion. Depends how uh, my pain tolerance is. Uh, another miscellaneous question, which is actually kind of linking back to um, the kind of, like, about self-isolation but it's a more progressive question in the sense of do you think our life slash society will go back to the way it used to be after this pandemic and me and Lucy were talking about um the effects this pandemic has actually had on the environment um, yeah so, so like, um, actually, just before we get to that I saw a post on Twitter today um and it was like graffiti in I I will put my hands up I do not know the difference between um different asiatic letters but i'm pretty sure it's chinese if i remember correctly okay um, it was chinese yeah it is it is chinese graffiti um i'm just like in my brain going through them because i learned them because one's softer and one's like more spread out anyway sorry I'm just <laughs> um, but um it was chinese graffiti and it, it was translated into english and it says we can't return to normal because the normal that we had is precisely the problem and i think this is like going to be a massive change i don't think we as a society can go back to the way we were before i know yeah. it sounds really like whoa like that's so like i'm so woke like society's changed but like we have to be realistic about this like th the systems we have supporting us are clearly failing and there needs to be a huge change if we want to move forward and mm -hmm. it's like actually i shared something on my story the other day actually i think i'll find it but I am of the belief that we cannot go back to the same. Yeah, I think okay. that's a positive thing. I think that's a yeah. really positive thing. I think this has taught us some lessons. It's like the things we were told they couldn't do. Like a lot of people were told they couldn't work from home. Now, loads of people are working from home. A lot of people yeah. are told, oh, there's no houses in Dublin. Interesting how the arse has fallen out of Airbnb. But that's a, that's a topic I'll get to later because ooh, I will start ranting um but yeah what do you think how do you think it's going to go after this do you think everything's just going to be the same or i think gonna... i think a lot of people will continue to work from home for a long time particularly like my mom would have worked uh one or two days from home anyways um because her job is not necessarily office bound and i feel like this could be actually a positive thing like not necessarily it's like for the environment obviously because less people be using cars less people be using public transport but as well as that um there was a lot of talk on how the physical effects of working in an office will have on um people's bodies and so if they're working in a more healthy environment at home where there might and like as well because when you're in an office and i've noticed this even with college when you are working in town you are very it's very likely for you to develop unhealthy eating habits in the sense that you'll just go to whatever's quick and easy you won't necessarily cook for yourself i feel like this could be a movement for like uh there'll be a lot of people who will develop much healthier lifestyles because well like 
a lot of people have started realizing that like going out for runs and walks is actually pretty fun, pretty entertaining when you're yeah. kind of bored. So it could just move, I, like you could see a development in, in people's health and stuff like that. So I, I think it could be like a sub effect. Yeah, or a sub. I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Like I lit the exact same situation with my own mother where she would work at home once or twice a week. But yeah. For the rest of the week, she'd have to go up to Dublin. Like she'd have to commute an hour and a half each way. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, like it, she could be commuting three to four hours a day getting up at like five in the morning and the thing is the excuse that's always thrown around is that oh you won't be as productive at home but yeah if you are like so tired as like soon as you arrive into work i i don't know i feel like maybe working from home would be a lot more beneficial and the thing is she does not need to be in her office at all her entire team is in america she like is just like her office is just basically her tether like it just so i can definitely see the transition from working in the office to her working at home yeah it's also like it's more cost effective for companies as well to just have exactly. you working exactly like it makes sense for them and i think they're obviously after post-quarantine a lot a lot of companies are going to be making huge losses from this and yeah of course it's, it's a good and a bad thing depending on how you look at it but yeah it look money money's going to go down the drain either way because this is totally out of her control a lot of the workforce is grounded to a halt mm-hmm. so they're going to need to economize in different areas and i think getting workers to work from home could be one of those because that means they don't have to have many offices they don't have to heat offices they don't have to do xyz you know like the amount many benefits like a cost that google put in for um like just feeding their staff alone is massive so they'll want to economize in every way possible exactly um so speaking of like the whole like climate change thing um, yes. i found the post i'm like was looking through my like archive stories i was like where is it um but so according to like i've seen like proper statistical reports why can i not speak today it's like all day, I'm perfectly eloquent, perfectly <laughs> well-spoken, and as soon as I have to speak on the radio, my brain... We just haven't practiced, that's the problem. Yeah, like... I just haven't practiced speaking. Um, but no, so, what I was reading that, since the lockdown, Venice's canals have become crystal clear, and mm-hmm. the residents were saying they haven't seen... Um, they haven't seen the canals clear in generations. Yeah, and there's fish. Like, fish have returned to the canals. Yeah. Um, Italy coast dolphins have been coming nearer and nearer to the shore. That's never happened. Um, like, what else? Japan now has deer roaming free in the streets, and Thailand the same with monkeys. China has a record-breaking pollution cuts. People are coming out of like I've seen reports from Wuhan. Like, obviously, if I had the actual st- statistics on me, I'd like throw them all at you. But you'd whip them out. You'd, you'd yeah, fly. I, I cannot. I'm looking everywhere. I just can't seem to find them. But there's reports coming from Wuhan where there's people coming out of isolation, and they're shocked because the air is fresh. And I know that sounds so stupid, but the air is fresh because there isn't just like cars and different things being like pumped into the air. They're coming out of isolation and taking a breath and being like, "Holy shit!" And I yeah. there's something amazing about that. What what else has happened? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 
I had like all like, the statistics. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But like, no, it's great. Like there was like all the like the aerial shots of pollution from Italy and China. Like the reduction rates are like unbelievable. Yeah. I'm, once I find them, I'll post them up on our Instagram. Um, but like it's it's that thing, and I am seeing now because of this. I'm seeing a lot of like what we like to call eco fascists coming out and being like, "Oh yeah, well that means humans are the parasite. Kill all humans." And I'm like, no. No, it is not the people that are the problem. It is the systems that. that we have in place. The systems yeah. that we have in place are not working, are not at all working. If we look at different native and indigenous communities, they show us time and time again that you can coexist with nature, that mm -hmm. you rely on nature, but nature relies on you. So if you treat it with, with respect, it, it will give you respect back. Like, exactly. To oversimplify it, the saying garbage in, garbage out works perfectly. If you treat the environment like shit, it's going to turn out like shit. Like, I don't know what people expect. And this has shown us that it is in no way the people's fault. And I know people can debate and be like, oh, well, it's because they're all staying home. Mm -hmm. but yeah, they still exist. They haven't all gone and died. They're still there. It's just the systems we have around us are not working. And we need to change them. And a lot of the systems... And I'm like, I'm thinking, especially in Ireland, where they're saying, oh, we're going to bring in a rent freeze, we're going to bring in this. And they were yeah. saying to us before, it's impossible to do any of this. But suddenly it's now it's all possible. Like, we need to look at the things that we've been told time and time again is impossible. Because yeah. it's clearly not. It's clearly very much possible. And it's clearly, like, we as a people should be able to exist on this planet. The Without systems, Yeah. But yeah. the systems should not be able to exist. And it's clear the systems are not being able to exist. Systems were set up in the times of the Industrial Revolution, if you really do think about it. And that was a time when that no one gave a shit about the environment. So clearly that like we have it in our power to change. It's just that it needed something as big as this to make people realise, hey, maybe the systems we have in place are really bad, including yeah. ones that actually are there for humans as like, you know, like social welfare welfare welfare. Like stop being able to speak for a few seconds welfare systems they just especially in america they don't work like i just it's a it's a big wake-up call i feel like this is it is the first worldwide slap in the face and i think that's the thing that's the thing i find most interesting about this is that the american government have said time and time again universal health care universal health care where in god's name are we supposed to get the money for that and that's the thing when it comes to bernie sanders that's always the question like oh where are we supposed to get the money for all of this you crazy hippie like that's always the reaction to sanders but if you look at it now trump is literally considering bringing forward a form of public health care now it's not great i will put my hands up and i know people are going to come in with obamacare but obamacare has a lot of faults too if you yeah. bernie sanders proposals they are quite realistic you know the yeah. American government is like we do not have the money but then can pump a load of money into the stock markets and foreign wars exactly for, for, like but the thing is they I, I can't remember the figure exactly but it was something like 1.4 billion or something was pumped into the stock market from preventing a crash and yeah I hate to be that person I know it will affect millions of people but I feel like the world is at a tipping point now a crash is going to happen whether or not we like it you know and sometimes i think a crash is necessary and now people are going to come for me i'm not going to say that like i last, last time no last time there was a crash like our family was really badly affected i understand yeah. the effects of it but i think in ireland especially we and dublin dublin is the worst we are in this bubble 
and this mm-hmm. bubble is going to burst. And um, I'm of the opinion the sooner it bursts, the like the better because it'll yeah. just get worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's like realization that like there is a massive wealth imbalance within Ireland itself, and we've become so absorbed in our own selves and not realizing that like there is this massive inequality and even inequalities within like like people would perceive dublin as a great place to live but like where like, like the, all where? these where, where like are you gonna live? yeah where you went to live like all these homes are now being flooded back onto the market and hopefully this could be a somewhat end to the housing crisis it could be an end to the constant need for hotels I don't know anyone who's come to Ireland and stayed in a hotel recently. I think it's like some big money laundering scheme. Like, I can't understand why hotels, 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 hotels. At least, like, I know the tourist industry is so important to us, but at the same time, you need a population to serve those tourists. The thing is, like, if you are putting people who do not live in this country above people who work and live and exist within this country, and once again... Do not take that out of context. I am not talking about people who migrate here. That is perfectly fine. They have come to work and live and exist in this country. I am talking about tourists. If you put tourists above the people of Ireland, the actual people that live and work here, I don't care where they're from, if they live here, if they work here, if they exist here, how dare you look at me and say, oh, I'm going to build another hotel while there's homeless people dying in the streets. If anyone knows me, they probably know how passionate I am about this. Like I've literally mm-hmm. like I made a video, it's up on my YouTube, whatever. Cheeky It's amazing. Um, it's so good. I have to say that much. It was amazing. But like the thing that freaks me out the most is like why? Why are our homeless sitting in hostels and hotels? And why are our tourists in homes? Like in literal homes. They're in Airbnbs, they're in key collections, they are in all of these things. There's literally people sleeping on the street because these properties are not available. And the thing is, you're probably like, well, those properties are too expensive for them. No. If these properties no. were available, it would drive down the prices elsewhere. It's a whole thing. Supply and demand, baby. Yeah, it's like. just, it's so, it's frustrating. It's actually frustrating to me. And, and I'm excited. I'm excited by the fact that people are now going, shit, well, no one's going to be leaving the country. No one's going to be traveling. I guess I can't use Airbnb anymore. I would absolutely love to see the arse fall out of Airbnb totally. Because it should be, Airbnb and the likes of Airbnb should have been banned in Ireland years ago, years ago. But the Irish government, like, the Irish government, they just refuse to do it. They just say it can't be done, whereas it's done in Berlin. I think it's done in Barcelona as well. Um, yeah. And it's working for them. Like, mm-hmm. I just, oh, sorry, that's like, my, like, angry passion uh, yeah, the minute. Because there's some breaking news that just came through today is that there's two reported cases of coronavirus in direct provision centres. And like, how how are we meant to help these people if they are in literal, like, like direct provision centres are just not homes. They're not a solution. And like, I, I, I hope to God that there's... um that the government are putting supports in place to help these people because if there's anyone who does need that extra bit of attention it is the people on our streets it is the people in direct provision it is and we're going to be including links of course in the bios of all the next two shows of just uh like links to like focus ireland um simon just different homeless communities who do need the donations at the moment to help these people 
just it is it's such a frustrating situation it's just overall like, I think I know this sounds really stupid but the coronavirus has like I think it's awful do not get me wrong but the coronavirus has shown a lot of people what the, the actual reality of what we're living in now people have stopped and gone oh shit like yeah. I, there is houses out there there's empty houses and there's people stuck in direct provision and the problem with that is that they are in close like most of the centres aren't big enough to have as many people as they do so social distancing is really hard possible it's impossible it in like, direct centres you know like I obviously I don't know the facts I don't know the ins and outs I'm not going to pretend I do but it's just I don't like the only word I can use is frustrating but I don't want to be negative there is I mean I can't really be positive there's people coming down with corona virus mm-hmm. but to be positive things are starting to change and I think I think it was somewhere in Portugal I think my mom was saying to me that Airbnb has lost basically all of its um or maybe it was in Belgium it was somewhere anyway but a whole load of Airbnb um rentals have gone up on the normal rental market and um rent prices have absolutely plummeted and it's going yeah. to be the first time in years where um, landlords are actually battling for tenants and i know that sounds crazy in dublin what um yeah but if it keeps going on this trend you know it could you know like that, yeah yeah I could, I could actually realistically live in dublin which is that would be amazing <laughs> which is an insane thought right now um yeah. sorry that was a very intense um, no but it's, it's it's real true human emotion and it's what a lot of people are feeling and it's not necessarily like it isn't us just complaining about like self-isolation it's us being like here's the problems and everyone's just frustrated with them and like voicing those frustrations is so healthy as well it's getting the conversation started and it's not ignoring like so many people do so many people just don't talk about it because they 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 just don't want to address it. But we need to address these problems, yeah. even on something as small as a the podcast run by two best friends. It, it's an extra yeah. extra conversation. So I'm, I'm not fully educated on everything. I'll always put my hand up and say that I'm here to learn. So yeah. not everything I'm going to say is going to be like perfectly correct. Not everything I talk about is going to be 100% well informed. But there's you know, I try and form my opinions as best as I can. I always yeah. give that like disclaimer, um, especially when I'm talking to people, especially when I'm talking to people because I haven't had the lived experience of being homeless, so I can't speak on homelessness. I've never lived in direct provision. I can't speak on living in direct provision, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's not something we can address. It, and I think it's something we critically need to address, especially now in a time of self isolation. If you do not have somewhere to self isolate. You are not only putting yourself at risk, you are putting others at risk, and that is not your fault, that is the fault of the government. Mm-hmm. Okay, breathe, sorry. So, I think now is the perfect time to come in with a song. I am going to play, hmm, I think I'll go for Burning Down the House by Talking Heads. Fair. Very appropriate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think after this song, we'll return in a much lighter note. Exactly. I think we'll go to some light topic. Yeah, <laughs> and I won't get vexed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is burning down the house, and we are back. Hello, 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 hello. Um, you are listening to Are You Two in Love or with Lucy Holmes and Evo Byrne. Um, 
So today we have a bit of a treat for you. So there is no one on after us. Anyone who's listening live, there is no one on after us. So we might be going on a little bit longer, a bit cheeky. I don't, don't kill me. Um, but you get to hear us chat more shite. Woohoo! Um, That's um, like what is it like? The cheeky girls has now stuck in my head. <laughs> ruined it. I've ruined everything. That's podcast cancelled. The radio show cancelled. Everything cancelled. Us cancelled. Um, but yeah, I think we should definitely move on to something a lot more lighthearted because yeah. I get very like. See, the thing is, I sound like very pressed, and I come across as like, oh, like people have said it to me before. It's really funny. Like, like people who don't know me will hear like my poetry or the art I make or whatever, and go, and they think I. Oh, why can't I speak? I come across as quite an angry person. Or like someone said it to me before, someone that knew me was like, It's so funny, like Lucy's just so like chilled out and just like vibey, but then like I listen to your poetry or see you perform and you're just so like there's just so much there and just I just don't expect it. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hashtag funny like that. Um that I get very like pressed about things, but then in person I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like that's all chill. That's all cool. What? That's fine. Like you just like stab me in the forehead. Cool. Like I, I was like, <laughs> later anyway. <laughs> no, I, don't know. I, feel like, I feel like telling people, oh, just I'm just so chilled out. I'm just so, just so chilled out. Usually means You've I'm got very chilled out. But hey. like what? Sagittarius's are like the balance between I'm vibing, but I'm also like about to explode i feel like that's like the sagittarius vibe like they vibe but then they also vibe too hard sometimes yeah i'm just vibing i'm just out here vibing whether or not you believe it that's up to you so do we have any more correspondence um we've got a few bits on something that's that's quite topical in in my life anyways we've got um some astrology related queries oh yes and as, as, as we all know, um, I, I have a, I have a, I have a slight interest in the topic. I'd say. Hey, evil Ben likes astrology. You never know. You never <laughs> that's, know. That's news to me. Like you just wouldn't know that I'm a Libra at all. It's not like it's on all of my social platforms and anything like that or anything. Yeah, it's I don't not. Actually, have my star sign like advertised anywhere? Like, <laughs> the first time me and Eva met, like popping. <laughs> she was like you're Sagittarius and I was like how how do you know that <laughs> she just knows this stuff my, it's my star power I got ambushed the other day actually one of the days we were in college um one of my friends's boyfriends uh came up to me and he was like so you can guess people's star signs and I was like yeah and he was like what's mine and I was like I don't know you that well <laughs> but like uh like it was one of those moments where like you just you because some people you can get an instant vibe because, like, yeah, with you, I was just like, oh, she's probably a fire sign. I can just tell. But I, like, I, just, I took a swing. I was like, it's either a Leo or a Sagittarius. And I'm feeling Sagittarius. So I just took the swing. And the swing was correct. But, like, it's it's a science, in my opinion. It's very exact. It's an art form. <laughs> Finely tuned. <laughs> um, Truly. So, yeah, astrology questions. What do we have? So I got a very interesting question and it was, do you think that people who have the same star sign can be in relationships or are they just too similar and will keep, and keep clashing heads? Now, 
I think it depends on the sign because yeah. certain signs are friendlier and certain signs are more private. So it really does depend on which sign that you are. And Sagittarius are known for getting along with each other, for example. They they like they love people who are on the same level as them and appreciate like so they would get on with like kind of like the fire signs and like quirk like quirky air signs. Sagittarius and like earth signs can bump heads a lot, for example. You can yeah, you tip like, I know yeah. I know myself, the I always vibe really hard with, with other Sagittariuses. And the mm-hmm. thing is, I don't have Eva's specialist skill, but I feel like when someone is Sagittarius, I know. And I also, or it's more so if someone's like, oh, I'm born at this date. And I'm like, of course, you're Sagittarius. That makes so much sense. You know, sometimes yeah. I feel like that's the one thing I know because I vibe really hard with Sagittarius. But that's like a good thing and a bad thing because I feel like we're very like non-committal, And yeah. That could be problematic. Even in friendships, that could be very problematic. It could be like, like I, I will put my hands up. Eva can attest to this. All of my friends can attest to this. I am horrible at replying to messages. Oh God! I, I don't know if that's a me thing or a Sagittarius thing, but I know I think Sagittarius it's, it's people. Sagittarius thing. I do think it is a Sagittarius thing because, like, it it's so strange when you're communicating with Lucy because, like, you just don't know when the message is going to land. So I send about four things she needs to know, and I'm like, hopefully she'll see one of these in the next two hours. It's like maybe. It's- who knows? It's, it's not that I ignore people. A lot of people think they're like, oh, I'm, you're just ignoring my messages. But I reply to no one. And it's just like I don't have, I know it sounds so yeah. stupid, like it's just t- sending a message, but sometimes I don't have the mental energy to like. No, that's so fair. Because like I get frustrated if I get if too many people text me at once. I'm like, I actually can't function. Like I genuinely do it, not. Like 99% of the time. Like I reply when I'm able to. I could be scrolling through my phone all day and not reply until later. And I know it's like, I'll put my hands up and be like, that's my toxic trait, is never replying to people. But yeah. I feel like it just, I I don't know. It's just, I just don't have the mental energy and I can't really explain it. And it sounds so like stupid, like, because it's just replying to a message. But yeah. you know, you got to think about what you're doing. You got to think about a reply. You got to remember to open the message in the first place. Like I do <laughs> that thing where I'm like, oh, notification, great. I'll answer that in a sec and forget about it. And I never do it on purpose or consciously. I just do it. So there you go, exposing myself. Um, but like, it's such a crazy time. Um, like, to even be any particular star sign. And especially for, because it's airy season right now as well. So it's a re- it's meant to be a really productive and like tense season, okay. but no one can be productive. Yeah, tense. I definitely feel how tense it is. Like it, airy season, like March is meant to be just like a working month, anyways, and so is April. Like if you think about like exam season and stuff like that, it's like pre-exam season. It's meant to be kind of like oh god, I really have to power through everything, and it's all about like finishing off projects and stuff like that because that's what. Aries are um they're they're hard workers they're managers they're people who get shit done lady gaga is an aries if anyone needs a core example of of what an aries is just in case you were wondering in case but like when it comes to star signs and especially this particular question 
you really need to look into the compatibility of your own sign because I don't think Libras, it's either a match made in heaven or a match made in hell. There are some Libras who I can vibe with and I adore and are amazing, but some I cannot stand. They like, because I think secretly all Libras are very similar. They all have very similar ways of thinking. And if you get on the bad side of a Libra, I don't think you can ever really come back. We are we are suckers for a redemption story, but we won't ever fully forgive someone. That's you know? My best friends, Eva and Delita, are Libras. I <laughs> love Libras to bits. I don't know if I've ever been like in any way involved with a Libra. Hmm. That's something I need to think about. But I can't complain. I love them as friends. Mm-hmm. They're good friends, I yeah, think. They're excellent like, friends. I think, I think they can be problematic if they're in the wrong relationship because they tend to settle for people rather than go for the best person. Oh they God, would wrap it. Yeah, I they would wrap have, like an internal like oath that I would never settle. Yeah, um, like <laughs> that's the thing. Like Sagittarius, like you guys look for like the the biggest thrill. Libras are like, oh my god, I feel so alone. I will take anyone and anything that is willing to call me pretty. Yeah, tell me I'm depressing. We were going to talk about something more positive, um, and we just got more depressing apparently. Okay, but like that was the main question. That actually came up three times. People were asking me about the compatibility of your own sign. And I was like, it just depends. Depends on a lot of things. Depends on your ascendant and your moon. Um, we're, I think we've mentioned it in the first podcast, talking about co-star. Like, yeah. co-star is my life raft currently because it's telling me, like, not just about my star sign, but, like, how to cope with very turbulent times because that's why people will go to astrology. People don't go to astrology for a confidence boost. They go yeah. to it for God. A lot of so, people go for it, like go to it for comfort to be like, okay, it explains the irrational, you know, and uh-huh. that's something I'm fine with. I I can't be like, how dare you? Like that would also be. Wait, I was nearly about to like compare co-star to a religion there. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> I did not make that mistake. Um, even maybe it's a religion, but <laughs> I don't know if I agree. Um, just. I have a very important update. Uh, a cat yeah. has just entered my room. I thought I'd share. Um, oh my goodness. I'm sure she says hello, but she's currently hiding under my chair. Oh no, she's on my bed next to me. So we have an extra special guest who does not speak, but just vibes with us. It's just in the vicinity vibing with us. And that's that's what matters. But yeah, so like astrology questions were very important um, this week. Because just as my own little self promo, I'm a resident astrologer on another radio station yeah, called Quarantine FM. And I'm working with the lovely Anna Rose Carlton. Um, and I'm going to be back uh, on Friday at 9 30 a.m., not p.m., unfortunately, a.m. I'm on the breakfast show. But I give, like, so today I gave a, uh, a weekly horoscope for all, this, all the signs talking about how. They all have to adapt and things like that. Lucy is calling to her cat. How could <laughs> you hear that? My microphone was off. I can hear you. My mic. The mic was off. You're, you're still on the phone to me. <laughs> all I can hear. Um, so on. Okay. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Eva could hear that. People in air are probably like, what is going on? This is insanity. Um, I've just been informed by um, Philly, who's walked into my room, that we need to wrap up soon. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're no major rush, so if you have any like last questions before I get in, super cool, we could do that. Uh, yeah, so we so really like the last few questions we're kind of dealing with um is like is anything in retrograde right now or anything like that? And currently to my knowledge it is not. But then loads of people were talking about should you base um and it, it's the most common misinterpretation within astrology should you base your first judgments off what someone says their sun sign is you should not do not or your typical star sign if i say i'm a libra yes you can make a few assumptions but do not take it as the complete person you have to get <laughs> see you can with me because i am like a sagittarius everything except okay. for my moon which is capricorn true but... Like I'm a Sagittarius a rising, I'm a Sagittarius like Venus, I'm a Sagittarius like everything. Sagittarius, let's go. Um, so make all the assumptions you want because they're probably true, and it pains <laughs> me to say that. Oh, me, don't put me in a box, but also me. Yeah, I'm just like a hundred percent a Sagittarius. Anything about Sagittarius is believe it. That's me. Um, oh, God. You know, I I just um get to know me as a person first. That'll remind me to never say that again. Get to know, me. Get, get to know, get to know the real me. You know my name, but not my story. Podcast, basically, that's a great way to get to know. Me. Yeah, listen to our podcast. Exactly. No, it's like whenever my mom says things to me recently, I don't know how she hasn't killed me. Whenever my mom says things to me recently, I just go, Rosemary, you know my name, not my story. And she's like, shut up. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Oh. What, what was that other thing you kept saying to people? Oh, I yeah. always pointed inanimate objects and say I want to be that when I grow up. I saw a bird oh. this morning and I was like, oh, I want to be a bird when I grow up. And my family just like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> That's me in a nutshell. I say really I, stupid things quite a lot. Hence why I have a I radio think, show and a podcast. So, And I think with, with those notes of laughter, yeah. but I think we'll wrap up for today. We shall call um, it a day and a wonderful well, day at that. I think we'll move on to Instagram Live for a short while. Yeah, to give I people probably won't be on until it won't be a bit until a bit later. But we yeah, like, be on Instagram Live if we are. Come say hi. If we're not, we'll probably be on Instagram Live another day this week. Yeah, you the next get rid of us. Exactly, like um, we're addicted to talking to you guys. So I think I'm gonna end this with the most important song that has ever been made in the entirety of history. And if you disagree, you're blocked. Uh, so I'm going to play Vroom Vroom by Charlie XCX. And yes! This, this has been Are You Too In Love With Evil Byrne And Lucy Holmes Or With Lucy Holmes And Evil Byrne Depends how you like it Depends how you feel um, Thank you for listening We had a lot of people Actually tuning in live Which made me really happy um, Yeah Thank you so much guys So thank you everyone That's listened Or is listening um, Today there is no one After us So I don't, I, there's no one for another hour if I'm not mistaken so I think if you tune back in at 8 there will be another wonderful amazing radio show and I can assure you I'll be tuning in too so um, until then we shall see you same time next week same time same place um, and the podcast will be up on Friday yes on Friday so this has been Are You Too In Love with Lucy Holmes and Evil Burn thank you for all of your time 
and I shall bid you a fond farewell with Broom Broom by Charlie Hebdo.